Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm doing all right. Ready to drink some beer and then a chat for a bit. So yeah, our post Thanksgiving episode. Uh, yes. You know, now we're over our food comas and we can mm-hmm. finally get around to having a drink together. I and like uh, interestingly enough, I am gonna introduce a beer uh, brewery that I got um, on my visit to Peoria uh, about a month ago. Mm. And it's called Blind Pig Brewing, and they're actually from Champaign. Although I picked it up while I was in Peoria. And it's funny because my husband and I visited my in-laws with the kids. That's why we were in Peoria. I don't just go there. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a place Uh, to hang out on weekends. I get bored. We drive a couple hours. Sometimes (laughs) that's the direction we go. Sure. No, yeah. But um, so we went to we went to visit my in-laws and they proposed that we go out my husband and I go out for just a dinner just the two of us Ooh. while we were in town the original plan was supposed to be the kids were going to stay the weekend with my in-laws without us we were like uh-huh. a sleepover type situation and it just kind of didn't really work out my husband's schedule was all wonky with work and then my in-laws were feeling well for a while they came Ooh. down with some you know cold or whatever you know old people stuff and then (laughs) and then we just were like you know what we've got this for your weekend why don't we just come visit you it'll be easier on them we really never get the opportunity to do that so we just sort of took it and they were like go out to dinner and of course i am like you don't need to tell me twice go out to dinner i will go out to dinner go out to dinner without my children i'm in especially without my kids but pretty much whenever but like i love going out for dinner so yeah i'm in Mm. so i start like this impossible search to find a decent restaurant in peoria and the reason why i put it in kind of a negative light is because i have been visiting this town for 20 years almost yeah (laughs) And I have yet to find a restaurant that I enjoyed enough to go back a second time. Wow, that's surprising. And and I've had decent meals. And there is actually one place we went to um, with my husband's friends once where it was the four of us. And it was had a good tapless and the menu was pretty good. And I would probably go back there. It's a place called Time like the spice um so if you ever end up in peoria time was pretty good i would go there i got the nashville hot chicken sandwich it was very hit or miss though either it's good or it's just a chicken sandwich and it was it was pretty solid okay so i really liked that this time around 
I found this restaurant called Connected, which was it's sort of Italian. It's sort of like a little bit of everything. They have like steak and chicken and veal, which is I know is Italian as well. Yeah, generally, but, yeah. But it wasn't just like pasta dishes. It's not like basic traditional Italian mm-hmm. food. It had a little bit of everything. And I was kind of like, oh, I would get this or that or this. You know, I'm looking at the menu because I'm a picky eater. So I got to find at least <laughs> two things I will eat in order to go to a restaurant. Otherwise, I can't do it. Because what if they don't have the one thing that you'll eat that I'll eat? Yeah, I guess so I got to find a backup. So mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, this is pretty safe. There's a couple things here I will eat. I will, let's make a reservation. So we make this reservation and we tell my in-laws we're going to go to this restaurant. It's called Connected mm-hmm. in Peoria. And they're like, oh, and they give each other like this knowing glance and they go, oh, we should let's give them let's do it. And then they come back with like this little tiny pile of gift cards, like two or three gift cards. And they're like, here, we got these. Go enjoy yourselves. Use the gift cards. And they're like, but don't spend all of it. And I'm like, well, how much is on there? (laughs) You know, because I want to, you know. Right. I'm gonna if drink. Wanna, yeah, I might. I might use all of them. Depending. Yeah, I, I want to know what are we talking about? Don't use all of it. So like two hundred bucks across these three, because then I could probably come some. You know, there was yeah, some left yeah. over. But if there's like eighty dollars, yeah, I'm gonna it's use gonna that be all. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they're like, we're not totally sure. We used this one a little bit. We don't know how much was on it before we started using it, so we don't know how much is left. And then we've got these other two, and it's just like. It just keeps going. And I'm just like, I, I'm i like, you know what? Forget it. Don't give me the gift card. Yeah, I'll just pay for my dinner. I don't want to worry about it. Yeah. I don't want to worry about it. And the whole time my husband's like in the bathroom when we're having this conversation. And he like comes out and they give him the gift cards. And he's like, sweet, thanks. And we leave. And I go, they didn't want us to spend all of it, but I don't really know what to do. And he was like, whatever. I'm just going to put them all down. And the guy's going to come back and say there's a balance or there isn't. And I was just like, okay, man. Okay. Your, this is your call. Your your parents. It was like a five-minute long conversation about whether or not there was oh enough gosh. on the gift cards. And they were like, you're going to spend more than $80 on a dinner? And I was like, I yes, hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I didn't succeed if I don't. <laughs> right? Like, for a nice dinner out for me and my husband like i hope to spend at least I mean, 80 dollars if i'm gonna have some drinks and like yeah, a good that's meal what, that's like, what always puts yeah, us over the top is for the sure drinks. i guess if we don't have any alcohol then possible you could but maybe like, you could maybe yeah you know close skate yeah. under that 80 yeah. dollar. but like and we never it's not like we drink like coors light you know we're well, exactly. not, so i mean yes i drank a 15 dollar glass of wine and i yeah. actually only had one because we had decided we were going to go to a brewery after dinner ah. so i kind of intentionally didn't drink a whole lot yes, yes, otherwise yes. if i knew it was the only thing we were going to do that night you i probably would order a second glass than, yes exactly so did you spend all the money no <laughs> Oh <laughs> no, we didn't. There was um, there was like one hundred and fifty dollars worth of gift cards on there. Um, oh wow! Yeah, they must have gotten one of them. Must have been like a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, and and they just didn't know. Uh, but there was about one hundred and fifty dollars, I think, left. Um, or one hundred. Let's say there was one hundred and twenty dollars worth of gift cards because we had about ten bucks worth of change. Okay. Uh. I think so. We it was probably over a hundred dollar meal, but sure. it was really close to that with tip. You know, okay, um, it was close. <laughs> yeah, 
But yeah, and it was really good. I got this wild boar tenderloin thing, mm-hmm. and it was like it was really delicious. Like so I really, connected. really liked it. If you're in I would for sure one hundred percent go back to that place. I will also say it was an absolute madhouse. We were there on a Saturday night, and it oh. was wall to wall people waiting for tables. Mm. They have this cool little like front area that must have been their outdoor dining when they were doing outdoor dining. Mm-hmm. Um, that had like a little creek running through it. Oh, it was really fancy. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So nice. yeah, cool. So that was a well, really got... long story about my adventure to get lime pig. Your adventure to get beer. All right. And so let's yeah, open up let's be- open one of these this, beers. Let's open this ESB called Extra Special Brewster, which has a cool cat on the can who's wearing like a. I don't know what is that like a colonial <laughs> hat. Of well, some kind? this is like this beer French? is like the it's well the owner is from Britain, so okay, okay, I am going go. to assume that that is part of it. And Brewster is their adopted brewery cat. Oh, so sweet. yeah, so Brewster is a actual cat that is their brewery cat that they got in 2017. Um, they adopted it. And essentially, again, the the owner of this, uh, Chris Knight, um, he's from Britain, and he literally said, he's like, in, in Europe, all the breweries have cats. Like, you have to have a cat. It's part of, like, the equipment of the brewery, because sure, all breweries get, get mice at some point. Like, there's traps. But if you employ the cat, then you yeah. have less mice. So... I did read the entire um, distillery slash brewery cat book that you gifted to me for my 40th last year. I did. (laughs) And most of the places were in Europe. Um, It sounds like that's a thing. A lot of them. Understood part of the business is to have a brewery or distillery cat. So our (laughs) extra special, our ESB here, our bitter um is is brewster the brewery cat so that's our our mascot on here so yeah i haven't had an esb in forever i know it was part partly because there's a cat on the can and partly because i haven't had an esb in forever that Mm. i bought this beer yeah i haven't see i don't see that many actually um i don't think it's a trendy style right now I, I think don't that's think that's a big ha- part of it. I don't think it ever has been. So actually, there was an interview with the owner of Blind Pig a couple of years ago, and I'll, I won't go into the whole interview, but part of what he said was like his whole goal was to bring good beer to town, and mm. one of their first four beers that they brewed was an English bitter, which he thought would like be a hit, and it didn't sell at all. Oh, like no. nobody wanted it. I mean, this was back in like. 2009-ish or something like that, probably. But yeah, it, he, nobody wanted it. He's like, maybe I'll try again someday. But That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, so he went full circle and brought, you know, uh, some sort a bitter ale back. And the, at least this one seems to be doing better. So Well, it was well, on the shelf in the binnies in Peoria. Yeah, so that's a pretty good news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will have to say that's something. Yeah, I that like is. it. Yep. I mean, if you like... If you like a bitter ale, like that's this is this is a great example of one. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the flavor won't be necessarily for everyone, but I think it is a good depiction of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's got a good color to it. 
You know, it's funny. I always feel like ESBs remind me of tea. Like they just have like that same. It's not, it's not very carbonated usually. No. Um, it is, it does kind of remind that that's a good, yeah. Like an herbal, almost like yeah. an herbal flavor to it. I so could it's see because, that. you know, when you say bitter, people automatically think of like pale ales and things like that. Right. And, there's no way you would ever mistake this beer for that. Like that's that would no, never cross no. your mind. But you're right; it does have that flavor, kind of of an herbal tea, almost yeah. when you take a sip of it. I could totally see that. It's probably why well, the Brits like it so much. I was literally like, yeah. tea and and bitter ale feels very much like a British thing. Seems like a British thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> We've got like coffee and and wine or coffee and, and a beer of some sort here. They've got tea and you know bitter ale. So yeah, I think we Americans right. just like things to be sweet and full of sugar most of the time. You know, I feel like you're every not time wrong. I drink something, especially new yeah. beer now, I feel like everything I drink is just getting sweeter too sweet for me it's, Too sweet. yeah i've had a couple things recently that i was kind of like uh i won't name the yeah. uh, beer or the brewery but i did drink something semi sought mm -hmm. after that's sure. a regional kind of favorite and um i was just like this is really sweet like this yeah. is like this is like a glass of maple syrup Ooh, uh and yeah. i you know it had qualities that i appreciated but i was sure. also like uh this is a little too much for me, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I totally, totally get it. No, this is pretty tasty. I actually kind of like yeah. it. It's a good change kind of in flavor from some of the other things that I've been, you know, drinking regularly. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice, nice change once in a while to try a different beer style. So totally cool. I like it. Um, well, let's chat a little bit about blind pig. Yeah. So I've said a few things, um, blind pigs in champagne. Um, the owner, Chris Knight, actually came to Champagne in 1984 um, from Britain. He came to go to U of I, um, okay. the School of Chemical Sciences at the University of Illinois. Um, so he came for school and, and stayed, apparently. Um, he did state that he absolutely hated the beer in the U.S. It was too cold. Oh, it's no. too fizzy. <laughs> it's just, That's so you know. Sad. <laughs> he, he wanted to to bring good beer uh to to town which is why eventually he wound up opening a brewery but first he actually opened a live music venue so in 1990 he opened what was called the blind pig that had nothing to do with brewing at the time um which was just a live music venue um it's called it's still it's the building is still a live music club. It's called Cowboy Monkey. Okay. It is no longer his. Okay. Um, but he sold it. And in 2004, he opened a different location of the Blind Pig on Walnut Street. Um, and he <laughs> met someone who would eventually become his like head brewer um, named Bill, who was a Siebel graduate. And okay. he had experience brewing in other places cleveland and actually japan i guess oh. um and they worked together to kind of build the idea of bringing good beer to champagne um okay. you know he said at the time the really the closest actual brewery might have been st louis like there wasn't a lot there brewing brewing beer locally okay. um so they actually wound up opening champagnes what they said their first whole grain brewery in 2009 
on Neal Street um, to, to work on bringing that good beer to town. Um, I kind of mentioned they started with four four beers. One was a bitter, one was an IPA. I'm not sure what the other two were. Um, but then they they progressed relatively quickly. So they started with a two-barrel system, moved to a four-barrel system, a 10-barrel. Um, they've got the capacity to bake about 220 barrels, and they continue to expand. So um, they currently have four locations. So they've wow. got the Walnut Street location, which is called um, Blind Pig company uh they don't brew there but it's called the big pig uh Mm -hmm. is the nickname so that's like their their main um not their main but one of their locations it actually has 27 guest taps there so they serve beer but they're not producing beer there um then they have blind prig brewery on neil street which is kind of their main brew pub which they call the little pig or Mm -hmm. piglet um then they have another it's essentially the same location so neil and taylor street kind of are perpendicular to each other they've got um, another look, another technical location of, of on Taylor Street, which shares a beer garden with Piglet or Little Pig, um, okay. that they call Dandy Pig, uh, <laughs> and it used to be a store called Dandelion. So those are three locations, okay. and then they've got their Big Pig production and packaging facility which is all the way out on market street but so they actually package their own beer there to distribute so they've currently got uh four locations so they've you know expanded they're continuing to expand and uh no i mean they've been open for for a bit so they've only been brewing beer there i think since like 2009 though um so originally uh the owner chris knight wanted to call it johnny wankers he was trying to find good names for for the (laughs) brewery and i guess he was watching a documentary about prohibition and there was an elderly couple on the this documentary that kept saying oh yeah there were blind pigs on you know the corner of damon and something oh there was blind pigs here and he's like what in the heck does blind pig mean so actually blind pig is slang for a speakeasy or it was back in the prohibition days and actually even before then um it dates back to like the 1860s and a blind pig or some places called it a blind tiger but blind pig was slang for an unlicensed distillery or a speakeasy Mm. so mr knight was like that sounds like a catchy name for a brewery uh or you know some sort of of yeah. bar type hangout place that people are going to uh you know to hang out and drink and so that's where the blind pig name came from well so. that is far more savory than what i thought blind pig <laughs> oh okay well what did you think blind pig? <laughs> well when you started to go down the like prohibition uh, documentary path uh, I sort of thought maybe a blind pig was a Police officer, police that officer chose to look pig, the other way. Makes sense. Oh, I could see that totally. I mean, maybe yeah. that has some <laughs> uh, history in it, but yeah, maybe. I mean, that's what uh, that's what they were calling speakeasies <laughs> back in the day. So I thought it was yeah. kind of cool, cool, uh, you know, origin story of the name, at least. Of yeah, the, I like that. The brewery. So that's it was kind of cool. One. Yeah. One other fun fact, I already talked about the brewery cat that they have, but um, one of their sales reps, uh, Michael Heldebrandt, um, 
decided that he was going to liven things up during the pandemic, and he's widely known for delivering beer wearing a dinosaur costume. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, so I really, really really appreciated that kind of marketing, uh, you know. Yeah, that's very good. I I love that idea. Yeah, so so yeah, that's Uh, the fun facts I have here. (laughs) What is up with these awesome places opening well after we graduated? Dude, right? There was nothing in Champagne. This place like... did not exist. And I, you know, you gave the dates. I know. No, we were it gone. Didn't exist. Yeah. Um, no, there was no. There was no. Geez. I don't think there was a brewery there when we were there. I think they all opened after we left. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there was a single brewery. That's a huge bummer, man. Granted, there was also not. There wasn't a Starbucks. There wasn't a like anything down there when we were in school. That's <laughs> so... true. Yeah, it's a much different world down there. Lots of better beer down there. Some some cool stuff. Yeah. I gotta make a trip down there sometime soon. I know. I haven't ne- been in quite a while. Oh, I know, right? My niece yeah. visited over the summer. She's 17 and she's starting to look oh. at colleges. Oh, nice, yeah. And so she went to a camp there, like an engineering camp. And Thanks. um, a few weeks ago, she visited Michigan. and went to a football game and did like a Mm -hmm. campus tour and stuff like that and it was that weekend where it was really really cold oh my god yeah we were in wisconsin that weekend yeah yeah so it was only like two weeks ago or something like that and um i she went to the football game and i was like oh how'd you like michigan and she was like oh it was a nice campus and i was like it's like that every single day there you shouldn't go there. And she was just like, <laughs> what? And I was like, it's terrible. It's freezing. That was a warm day. Yeah, you shouldn't can't. go. No. And my brother was like, don't listen to her. She just doesn't want you to go to Michigan because she doesn't like that place. And I was like, that's exactly right. I don't like it, but my reasons are legitimate. They're the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I would agree. I said, We're trying I, to, to stray yeah. her from Michigan. <laughs> There's so many other schools. There's got to be a better school. You That's know, also she wants true. to do engineering. I was like, why don't yeah. you just try to get into MIT? That would be fine. Sure. So many schools. So many yeah. options. <laughs> Any other than Michigan. Just not Michigan, please. Like but, literally anywhere else would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, I got to get back down to Champagne at some point. So if you look at the cans, it actually says the beer of Champagne. So I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So anyways. All right. Well, I'm going to oh. keep drinking this ESB here. We talked a little about uh, the brewery. Now let's talk about what, what lays in store for us for the rest of this yeah, year. Yeah. So speaking of getting cold and having a cold weekend, we've Ugh. otherwise been pretty lucky. I mean, we've yeah. had some days where it's gotten chilly, but like other than that weekend, you no, know, it's I mean, it's supposed to be like nice. 60 degrees tomorrow. And yeah, I was my, just like. My youngest was out putting up Christmas decorations outside in shorts and slides. Yeah this weekend and i was like do you want a coat he was like no i'm good that's my son uh the one who always wears shorts he's Mm -hmm. only just started wearing pants recently (laughs) yeah and some of that is with some pressure from me lately not for your kid but for my kid like could you just throw on some pants like just pants wear the hoodie fine not even gonna argue no just pants please could you just put some pants on (laughs) The school's but, gonna start thinking yeah. you don't own pants. <laughs> Seriously, like I can't have you going to school being like, "Do you need us to give you some pants?" No, I know. 
you don't. That's what will happen. Please don't pants. offer my son clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. you know, now that we've gotten them to put on pants, uh, what kind of activities can we do in the winter? That's kind of what we're going to talk about, I think, mm-hmm. is... Yeah. You know, what kind of winter activities are there? Obviously, there's stuff to do outside, and we I'm going to touch on some of those thoughts yeah. for myself. But I, you know, I tried to focus a little bit more on indoor activities because you're always going to have days where it's just too darn cold mm-hmm. to be outside. I mean, you can't, you can go sledding, and hey, sledding's on my list. From when I was growing up as a kid, I loved mm. going sledding. As an adult, I like taking my kids sledding. It's a great winter activity all yeah. the way around um but you know sometimes it's like 30 below with the wind chill and you're not gonna go sledding because you don't want to freeze to death (laughs) yeah exactly so you gotta have something to do when i was a kid it was a lot of monopoly i played a lot of monopoly board games in general but mostly monopoly with this kid who lived down the street from me rudy i don't know if you remember Mm, i remember the name yeah uh (laughs) And uh, we would play, like, multiple day-long games (laughs) of Monopoly, like, serious business Monopoly. Wow. Uh, And I enjoyed it, which is weird, because most people want to flip the table when they play that game. I I haven't played Monopoly in forever, but my youngest actually put a monopoly game on his christmas list i don't believe he has ever played that's interesting but he put it on there he also put life on there and i was like where are you getting these like cool my my kids got life as a gift once and we've played life and they played it at my in-laws actually when we visited back okay a couple weeks ago and they really enjoy that game so that's well, they, actually those pretty two fun. Are, are being purchased for my son, not by me, but by someone else. Yeah, sure. Uh, and we will be likely playing them at some point. We're definitely looking into more like your family plays a lot more board games than we do. We generally really don't play many board games, but yeah. I never played board games. I never did as a kid. Like yeah. we play, we play cards. Like sure. even at my mom's house, like we'll still go and we'll play cards. But we just were never really into board games. So the kids are starting to like be interested in some games that we could play as a family. So definitely looking for some more ideas. I mean, my son likes to play chess, but like yeah. that's only a two-player thing. So well, I know for your birthday, I gave you poetry for Neanderthals, yes. and I don't know if you've ever cracked it open, but I can strongly recommend it as a family game that's like super fast set up and take down. Like my biggest yeah. complaint with board games is how long it takes me to set the up the process. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to spend a half an hour dealing out all the cards. Like, mm, I just want yeah. to play. And poetry for Neanderthals, the whole mm-hmm. premise of the game is that it's kind of like, you know that TV game show called $25,000 Pyramid, where you're yes. supposed to, like, get somebody to say the word by describing the word, oh, basically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what poetry so for can't Neanderthals say the word. is. Yeah. Okay. can't say the word, you have to describe it. But mm-hmm. in this particular game, you can only use one-syllable words to describe Mm. the word (laughs) if i'm trying to get you to say refrigerator i can say uh i have to say keep food cold and i can't say words like kitchen (laughs) i can't tell you it's in the kitchen i can't say short okay yeah yeah (laughs) uh it comes with an inflatable bat 
that you can use for when to somebody accidentally like uses yeah. a multi-syllable word, you can hit them with the no bat. It's called the no bat. It says it on it. We like don't play it. with the no bat very often. I feel like we totally will. But yeah, it's no. those types of games. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy because, like I said, it's easy setup. It's easy. It's just a deck yeah. of cards. So you shuffle them up. Mm-hmm. You 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 play on teams. Uh, you divide your group in half so you can play four player mm-hmm. really easily. Nice. Um, yeah. and you can you can scale upward too, so you can play mm-hmm. six player, eight player, ten player. Like if you, you can, want to, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just like charades or you know Pictionary, like where you just have your team is just guessing what you're trying to tell them. You know, right, so it's right, really yeah. fun. I like that game a lot, and we also mm-hmm. play this other game that's called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Yeah, my kids have seen that at the store. I have I have never played it, nor I don't know anything about that it. That is frankly. a game of speed. So there's a lot of like uh, you have to like okay. slap the cards, like it's one uh, of those types of games. Okay. So like depends on the mood that you are in, whether yeah, that's something might, that you want and, some shoes. And to if play, you're gonna yeah. be a bad sport, you probably don't want to play that game because you're gonna fair. get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. My kids are pretty good about that stuff. They don't really care if they win or lose so much. Um, like they, they, they obviously want to win, but they're not usually that bad about like, they're, they don't, they're not really sore losers, but we shall see. We'll see how, if we get more into games, but that's definitely something that we are interested in doing more of, especially as it gets cold and we need to be doing stuff inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Board games are a big one for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're also movie watchers, you know, we've talked Mm. at length several episodes about our yes. favorite movies about movies we like with our kids about yeah all it's kinds just of like movies. all kinds of stuff and uh you know i'll touch it on it again we just we enjoy watching movies together we're at that point with the kids where we can show them movies we enjoyed growing up which yes. is a really enjoyable yeah. activity for us you know my husband is like like out in front trying to get them to watch die hard and i'm kind of back oh. here Oh. Trying to get him to watch the Muppet movie, but uh, <laughs> Die Hard might have to be added to our list for the Christmas season. I mean, it always is for me and my husband, but for yeah. the children's, I've never even it's, thought about that. We've talked about it, and we pre-watch movies that are it's yes, rated yes, R. Yes. First, yeah, yeah, yeah. It no, I know. Rated R movie. It's rated R, but it's rated R like back in the day. Yeah. The only different. thing I'll say is that there is a scene during the Christmas party where two people. Yes. A man and a woman spend some time together and yes. there's some nudity. And I do recall that. Yeah. If there wasn't that, like if it was just it violence, would be literally I fine. probably wouldn't give it another yeah. thought. Because my kids have watched all these Marvel movies they can handle. Yeah, they've some watched violence. every single like my kids have seen the Venom movies they can handle violence. Like I'm yeah. not worried about that. Yeah. So it's so... really not that. It's it's, it's that there's a little bit of, of that yeah, in there and, and the romantic episodes. The <laughs> And I think even my eight year old is at the point where he does understand attraction. Yes. You know, yeah. which is kind of level one of mm-hmm. of that sort of thing. So I feel like you know, like he talks about girls liking him and him. Oh yeah. Girls. They talk about my kids talk about crushes and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And so I feel like basis. in a very <laughs> basic way, they do understand that there's desire, you yes. know? And so like yeah. not to say that they would be completely like like my eight year old would be completely blown away by that scene in mm-hmm. the movie. But he I you know, it's just kind of takes it's obviously a much higher level. Yeah, and that's desire. like the one scene. Everything else, I feel like, would be 
fine. Well, like... and it's like five seconds because yeah. they get like walked in on and they're like in right. an office. So like, oh, it's yeah. not like the main characters. Right. And it's not like a focus of the movie. I'm yeah. going to have to think about this. But yeah, yeah that would be my only possibility. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so we we are working through our list of movies we want the kids to see. And you know what? We'll probably I'll probably give in and we'll watch Die Hard this year probably for a Christmas movie because of course it is of a course Christmas it movie. is a Christmas movie. It yeah. is so, uh, yeah. We do need to I need to make a list. I need to make a list of movies we watched as kids. Like my husband, I believe, yes. started showing my son Monty Python movie. Oh, really? <laughs> One of them, I think. That's or at good. least, yeah, I was like, I wouldn't have even thought about that. Um, I mean, we've watched like The Princess Bride. Sure. Um, you know, but I feel like I need to go back and like revisit like what are some of the movies that I need to need to have my kids watch. The twins watched The Wizard of Oz the other day, which I never cared really. The Wizard yeah. of Oz was fine, but it wasn't my favorite. But re-watching it, I was like, this movie's even weirder now than I thought it was yeah. then. Like, <laughs> I don't know if my kids have seen The Wizard of Oz. There they, was my convers- children literally yeah. have not until this weekend. There was a conversation a f- couple years ago where my dad, it was playing like at the local theater. And oh, my dad okay. was like, we should go see The Wizard of Oz. And I was like, that movie's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's still weird. Like, like, and I didn't yeah. think my kids were going to enjoy it. I mean, that was probably the same year I tried to get them to watch the Muppet movie. Mm, and they okay. booed it so much Uh, that i turned it off like like we watched it for like half an hour and i was fighting with them the whole time and i just turned it off because they weren't yeah i don't know if they've seen the muppet movie though i will say their favorite new halloween movie from last year was muppets haunted mansion Mansion. they love that movie was pretty good i remember that i liked it so i think like they get the humor though like i think they would be uh, you know okay with the other muppet movies we've so. watched the great muppet caper which is like mm, okay yep. sequel i guess yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. you want to sure, call it I don't know what that one call. is really yeah. good because it's almost okay. like it's almost like level one heist movie uh, like it's like introducing yeah, your yeah. kids to heist yep. movies okay. but it's All the right. muppets so right. that's i really like the list. great Muppet yeah. caper that's a good one you they surprised on the they surprisingly didn't hate the wizard of oz i think they okay. were just like this is strange but like they sat through the whole thing and mm-hmm. we're like eh, it was all right my daughter actually kind of liked it uh and my the tw- my twin boy was like eh, it was fine like he but he was he was okay with it yeah so i need to continue up along this path they also watched a christmas story for the first oh, yeah. time a couple of weekends ago I um love a christmas story yeah. that's one of my favorite christmas movies yeah. we hadn't se- I, I mean i've seen it obviously but they hadn't seen it so we watched that i guess there's a new one out that's yeah i've the heard sequel. so we're like well we can't watch the new one until they watch the original so we we watched the original so i'm pretty sure both my kids have seen a christmas story i will say it like i said it's it's probably one of my favorites and it has to do with that scene where he says the f word oh. <laughs> and then he gives the explanation about how he heard it from his dad yeah and he says that big long speech about how his father works in profanity the way some artists work in oils <laughs> and i just like uh, as an adult it's perfect like it just kills me <laughs> the description of his dad's cursing i just like no it's you're right that's so fantastic good. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah that's art right there yeah but yes we watched that uh 
We've when done are you like... going to let them watch Scrooged? Do you remember Scrooge, the Bill Murray I Christmas movie? I do remember Scrooge. I haven't seen that in that years. That movie is so funny. You should oh. go back and watch it because now I'll you're an adult. I'll need to go back like, and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but also, love have that. your kids seen it? I don't think we've watched Scrooge. No. Okay. Um, it, there isn't. There's a little bit of that adult stuff yeah, in it, too. He's got not. the girlfriend, and they talk uh, yeah. about it a little bit. But it's conversation. It's not right. really it's not action. visual. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not scary, and it's not super violent. It's a little slapsticky, which I like. My kids know? love watching that stuff. Like, they like would Home Alone type stuff. Oh, my God, where love that... it. Love the yeah. original Home Alone movies. They're, like, yeah. obsessed. Yeah. It's they a little like They usually like slapstick comedy. The twins have decided... So they found Looney Tunes, like, the old school, Whoa. like... Looney Tunes, and I guess they have new ones too. I don't even know what it's on. I don't know if it's on Hulu. I don't know what it's on. Might be on HBO Max, actually. But anyway, okay. so now they've been watching like old school Looney Tunes like all the time lately, like Roadrunner so and Wiley Coyote, and like uh, you know all the. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, but they're like super cool... into it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. What a cool development. Yeah. So, so, anyways, movies. I was, like, so, yes, guys, movies. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of some things I like to do as an adult that don't necessarily include my kids. Um, I do like board games and movies. My husband and I do those things mm-hmm. uh, when we're uh, just the two of us after bedtime or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mentioned watching football. I do like watching football. I will watch football with my kids, um, but they get bored very easily. And football is a long game. Now now my youngest is super into football. So he like is all about sitting and watching football with me. Yeah. I watched like three games yesterday um, for no good reason. I was just like not feeling doing anything. And I'd done a lot of cleaning of my house over the long Thanksgiving break. I, Mm-hmm. kind of decided to just like check off major cleaning projects for some reason and so when sunday rolled around you i was like, just I'm like done. yeah i'm not gonna do anything i'm not even unloading this dishwasher yeah, uh <laughs> i get it and i just like vegged out and watched football all day long and it was really nice i very nice. much enjoyed that but my I kids like- don't really get into that um i like if it's not too cold outside, I like the whole like sit around a bonfire activity. I that's like a huge fall activity. And honestly, the weather that we've had the last like yeah. week has totally been perfect for I mean, that. I'm not gonna yeah. do that in January, but like if between now and Christmas mm-hmm. there's a night where it's like let's say 40, 45-ish, 50, I would sit outside around a fire. You know, yeah. with a blanket on, maybe, or something. But yeah. I would totally do that. I like doing that, um, you know, and having a beer and just having pleasant conversation. Uh, one of my friends who listens to the podcast that I mention a lot, Catherine, her mm-hmm. and I sometimes, not in the cold dead of winter, but a lot right. of we <laughs> hang out, we'll sit outside and we'll just enjoy, you know, the company. The kids are sleeping upstairs, so we don't want to disturb them. And she's allergic to my cat. So cats oh, yeah. plural. So when it's nice <laughs> enough, we would usually we outside. outside. Yeah. And it was it's always just so nice. Like I just enjoy that activity as long as it's not like boiling hot or freezing or cold freezing. outside. Yeah. No, I totally love being outside when the weather's like 
the right temperature for it. Yeah. I will say that the last camping trip we took was in October and it was colder than it has been this week. Like it was like 32 degrees at night and we sat outside because maybe it was the principle of it. We sat outside by our fire. Like it is, we are camping. We are sitting outside, (laughs) but that was a little bit too cold for me. But The recent temperatures we've had would be, I would be totally cool with sitting outside by a fire. Now, I will say that we, since we switched over our wood burning fireplace, it was a word, it was a wood, it was a gas starter wood burning fireplace. And we put just a gas fireplace in. So it's got ceramic logs or whatever. We use our fireplace inside quite a bit when it's cold out. So the ambiance of the fire to like sit and just like me and my husband, I'll make us a drink and we'll just turn the fireplace on and we'll sit and enjoy it. Like we definitely do that when it's cold outside in indoors and we like it. Even when the kids are up though too like none of our kids even my oldest doesn't mess with the fireplace at all like so we don't worry about obviously i'm not gonna like leave when you know or something but yeah. as long as we're in the don't room don't touch that fire i'm going yeah. to the grocery store yeah like i wouldn't <laughs> do that but um but yeah we all actually kind of enjoy watching the fire burn and nice. enjoying that so i and i think that that totally reminds me of christmas too or the season you know having the fireplace going and seeing the christmas decorations and the tree lit and all that so i definitely enjoy yeah. that this time of year so yeah um you know i kind of talked about stuff the kids like to do but i was gonna say some things that i don't like to do in the winter (laughs) uh because there's there's a lot of things that you and i have not mentioned as activities that you can do indoors um Mm -hmm. and neither of us has mentioned them so i'm gonna mention them now as the things i don't want to do when i'm sitting inside and that's crafts i don't do Um, crafts i will give my children a pre-made craft so i'm really good at the like i'm gonna buy the individually packaged oriental trading make your own ornament thing that's just like a bunch of sticky foam things that you can do yourself um if it's something they can put together without my help i'm all for it if i need to sit there and And supervise something (laughs) then i'm not all for it yeah i need there to be a middle ground i don't mind participating like my son last year got this like clay modeling thing and Mm. you like follow the steps on the app and you build these little models and they dry Mm. the air dry Mm -hmm. hard and they're like you can like figurines that you can like put up in your room and stuff like that and we did a couple of them really right away and it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that it was better if I didn't participate because yeah. I was being a perfectionist, and I'd oh. be like, "No, that eye is bigger than that one." <laughs> so I you like had to away. back okay. away and let him do his thing. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I can handle stuff like that. I just don't want someone to be like, "Let's fill this scrapbook," and then I have to like. fill a scrapbook with stuff i mean like i bought a scrapbook one time for my kids and was gonna do like a disney trip scrapbook where every time we go Mm -hmm. we would add photos and it's a beautiful scrapbook that's not being used (laughs) i ordered photos for it even i was like wow i'm so crafty i got the photos (laughs) i got the book 
<laughs> I got the little tape round things that you're supposed to stick on the back of the photos. Oh, wow. I got you nothing, got... <laughs> though. I got nothing to show for it. Just a uh, box that has it all in it. I have, I in, in the world of failed scrapbooks, I have <laughs> a plethora of scrapbooking materials from many, many, many years ago that I thought, maybe I'll do this someday. And I You'll did a, a couple. Yeah. I did a couple, what, like pre-marriage, pre-kids, like... Sure. You know, early 2000s, maybe, maybe some late 2000s, but, and it's been sitting in the crawl space ever since, so it's just, it's collecting dust, or being eaten by spiders, I don't know, something, but. Maybe both. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm no longer, I don't know if I ever was crafty, but I'm definitely no longer crafty. Yeah, I would, I would say that about myself, for sure. I, um, I also don't like knitting or crocheting i attempt i don't know how to do those things so i attempted to get into both of those at different periods in my life and found that i don't have the concentration for it when you have to count how many times you've done an activity and then remember that number yeah no i'm gonna fail at that i can't do that like they'll be like do three single stitches and Mm -hmm. i'm like one two was that two? Did I do two? What is this? <laughs> or you, is this or you get interrupted by something, or yeah. you catch your eye on something, and then you're like, oh, crap, how many was this? Yeah. yeah no, that's not not an activity that I, I can Yeah, and I never in. developed enough to be able to just look at it and go, oh, I did two. I can see it's one and two. I would have to, like, yeah. take it apart and do it again. Oh, and yeah, I'm no, just like, totally well, not doing that. that's not going to work. Not worth it. And so I just never... And then I started trying to knit... Uh, crocheting was a failure and then i started trying to knit and i it was even worse it's even harder i don't know i i have not attempted those things my daughter got like this i don't know it's not crocheting it's like make your own rug which is kind of just like a you know i don't remember what they call it but and i was even that i'm like i don't i don't know what to what to do tell you to do with this because yeah right no idea i just buy rugs and like five or six years ago, I like stupidly decided I was going to sew Christmas presents for some people. Oh. And I like made these pillows for my nephews that were like in the shape of like trucks. Oh, wow. With their initials ambitious. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> way ambitious. Way over my head. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like three quarters of the way done with the project. And I was sitting there two weeks before Christmas and I was just like. No, I should just buy him something. Let's just throw this in the garbage. <laughs> and I pushed through and I gave him these pillows and they loved them. I assume they disintegrated immediately. I mean, I don't imagine they still exist. I've never asked my sister-in-law about them no, because I don't want to know. It. Yeah, no. She could no. She could have brought them in the house and thrown them away. And you, you wouldn't want to know. So, it's yeah. fine. Do yep, whatever I'm, seems right. If they got destroyed or you threw fine. them out or they're totally on fine. their beds and they sleep with them every night. Cool. Any of those options are fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above, none of the above, all fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just not, that's not my thing. Although there are people who are totally into it. Oh, and there's and, people that are great at it and it's awesome. I'm just not one of those people. I think yeah. those are the same people who have a hard copy, like, 
calendar. I think that's oh, yeah. the same ones. The ones who have like the book and it's every week, the mm -hmm. agenda type stuff. I've tried to be that person, Care. Like, I've tried. Yeah. But it's just not for me. Like, I just. I can't do it. I don't like writing me. stuff down enough to do that. I have a, which I don't even update our dry erase calendar that's on the no. side of the fridge. So my son the other day goes, oh, it's was... still August, huh? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's good. August. August. Yeah, it's still August, huh? And I was like, it is not August. And you know, it is not August. He's yeah. like, well, the calendar says it's August. And I was like, go away, boy. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you at all for that because I literally just filled it in to be November like two days yeah. ago and it's November 28th when we're recording this. So yeah. <laughs> I can't really judge you. It literally just has the numbers written. There's nothing written on it. Uh, okay. It's just that I What's was like, that? no, it's November. Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> and for so I did. A couple more days. Yeah. So maybe yeah. someday I'll get to uh, to updating. But yeah, no, it's just not me. I, I Everything is in my phone. If I don't put it in my calendar in my phone, it does not happen. But the paper planner or the visual calendar or whatever yeah. else, I just I just can't seem to, to get. I just like I can't seem to crochet or knit or any yeah. of those things. I don't know what it is. If you just have to like, is it just like any habit where you just have to like get into the routine and then eventually Maybe. it becomes second nature and you just do it? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I got to find a hobby. That's my, well, that's. I think that's what, what we were do. trying to do with this episode is try to figure out if we have a hobby. And I, I, I mean, other than drinking around a fire, I don't think I have anything. I think that's a perfectly acceptable hobby. I but, love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to add that as my any hobbies. Yes, I like to drink well, by the fire. And could you be noted, indoor fire. Yeah, could be so outdoor you could fire. Do an indoor fire. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be that warm no. outside. No, no. Just by a fire. I didn't specify by what a fire. kind of fire. I support yeah. that. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So we, I think uh, if we were to conclude, the most desirable activity to do in the winter would be fire enjoyment, uh, followed shortly by watching movies that we want our kids to see. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm definitely going to have to continue my list of kid movies. We do yeah. do every year some activities that are outdoors. I, while you enjoy sledding i don't enjoy sledding at all well. actually um <laughs> so my husband gets that task of taking the kids sledding cool. um but we do um try and do a variety of like christmas lights type things okay. outside and this year we actually drove all the way up to green bay uh oh, to yeah. do the polar express because they were doing it there and it was very nice i would do awesome. it again it was very cool that's good to know um we should check out the tundra hotel that's right by uh, yeah it's like a water park right the yeah water it's park. owned by the dude who lives that who has the mansion if you drive down 159th street by my house oh yeah really? it's owned by that family yeah that's one of Holy the investors cow. in it yeah, yeah so that's so random i heard about it before i had ever been to green bay and i drove by and i go that's the the bay's family invested in that and brandon's like first of all who's the bay family? I'm like oh well they have the, the giant mansion estate that's backs up to our subdivision yeah um but also there's a water park in there and he's like oh i can get behind the water park and i'm like yeah our kids yeah. would love that. Like it's supposed to be really cool. We considered making it part of our trip where we did the loop. Yeah. But we also sort of realized that at that point in the trip, we didn't know that we would really 
like we got a hotel with a nice pool that had mm-hmm. actually had a water slide like the oh, nice. hotel yeah. pool was pretty yep. good and we were very happy with that and we were just kind of like water park just seems like eh, i think we were going to be too burned out was too much at that point yeah but if we ever did like sick by then (laughs) oh yeah but if we did do like a two nights like thing somewhere like green bay is totally a manageable drive to go for a weekend not too bad yeah no but we yeah we went for two nights and uh we actually stayed in in appleton but um it was very nice so the polar express thing i would highly recommend we went and visited santa's reindeer this weekend um oh that's cool it was very cute and the kids enjoyed it uh i am unsure whether my children believe in the magic of christmas i was going to bring that up because you were talking about santa and we've talked about mythical creatures on the podcast before my 11 year old announced yesterday at dinner time that he does not believe that santa is real Uh, and i was just like why would you say that and he's like i know that he's not and it's not possible and i know it's fake and you know and i was like oh good well Mm. then santa's not gonna bring (laughs) you gifts anymore right and he was like fine i don't care and my youngest is sitting there (laughs) and he looks at us and he goes don't worry I still think Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. okay I guess that's, that's fine. Cool. I was yeah. kind of hoping we were getting this out of the way. Dude, but I literally fun. don't want to be like the Scrooge, but I am ready to be done with it. Like, I, I, I just have... I just can't take it anymore. We, right? I, and it came up because I was like, do you guys want to just write letters to Santa or should we try to visit Santa? Because I try to do that. I yeah. tried to do that previous years. Mm-hmm. And we always go to the Bass Pro Shop because yep. yeah. it's free. Yeah, and it's if you're close if you and it's nice, try, and it's yeah, fine, you yeah. can get a reservation to do it, and it's mm-hmm. relatively painless. Yes, and I, but I totally didn't even think about it, and I usually try to get reservations as early as possible, and I just never yeah. even thought about it, and so I asked about it at dinner the other night, and they were both just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah, my kids actually don't really care about meeting yeah. Santa. Like, we actually did see a Santa at the reindeer farm. Sure. Out of pure coincidence. Like, I didn't even realize he was there. And, like, I'm like, do you guys want to go say hi? And they're like, yeah, sure. I mean, there's no line. And he's right there. There's so, no line. Let's like, just stop by. Old, yeah, my oldest, who, my oldest is autistic. And he, unlike some children who are terrified of people in costume, loves people in costume. <laughs> Mascots, Santa, so anyone funny. who has some sort of mask or costume on, like, he loves it. Like, That's so funny. So he's, like, gave Santa a big hug. And, like, I don't even know if he re- even understands the concept, but he loves people in costumes. So, That's so funny. He was all about it. But the twins wrote letters to Santa but my daughter doesn't write a request. She writes it like she's a pen pal with Santa. And she's been doing this for the last few years. She's like, how are you? How are the elves? I hope Mrs. Claus is doing well. Like, like oh it, it's like literally has nothing to do with anything she that's... wants for Christmas. It's like writing to a pen pal. And that's, that's what adorable. she does. Adorable. Yeah, and I'm not so. at all surprised. This sounds exactly yeah. like your daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. But yeah, she's like, so I read her letter and I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? And she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> just, and you're like, just no. seeing how Santa's doing. And we I'm need like, to no, lock this no, in. <laughs> no, actually, what do you what do you want? Uh, 
Yeah, so which is kind of hilarious, but so it's not like the normal concept of like, hey, I've been good, send me a present thing. Right. So it's it's a weird dynamic my children have with That's with great. Santa. But I'd be totally cool if they were like, Yeah, we don't really believe anymore. But Yeah, I kind of thought that was where we were headed and and my little one just was like, Nah, I still want yeah. a present. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, great. we only give one present from Santa and that's it. We don't we do, do a too. bunch. We yeah. just do one. And I gift. don't give a big gift. It's nope. just a little it's thing. Not our biggest thing. Yeah. It's like something middle of the road but we definitely do not go overboard at all so it wouldn't be a big change for us frankly if we didn't do it which i'm totally good with we don't have an elf though i am anxiously awaiting my snoop on a stoop that i ordered oh i heard about snoop on a stoop so i i we my kids wanted instead of an elf a snoop on a stoop so we're gonna just have snoop dog drinking a mini corona on our mantle just supervising that's all he's gonna do he's not gonna move He's just going to chill. I love so, it. That that's like our Snoop. version of an elf is the Snoop on the Stoop. Yeah, that sounds really good. I can yeah. get on board with that. So so those are the things. We need to drink this other Let's beer. Let's drink this IPA and let everybody go on with their lives. Yes. Go do some <laughs> some games, some festivities, some whatever yeah. you want to do tonight. All right, Stay we're indoors, go outside. Only got a little bit of time left to go outside without freezing. All right, so we've got a highly educated IPA. It's the U of IPA. There was some copyrights questioning when this first came out, and their um, lawyer actually came and came down to Champaign. He's out of Chicago, and he sat down and kind of interviewed people as they ordered this beer and asked every one of the people that ordered it, do you believe that you have I sponsored this beer? And everybody was like, of course not. It says blind pig on it. Like, <laughs> no. Um, but that was the thing. They didn't want to be associated with right. the school and the beer. Clearly it's still being produced. So they must've been fine, but it was, for a period, uh, a question of... That's uh, interesting. Yeah, so I thought it was kind of interesting. So, all right, I'm going to drink it because I haven't Let's had this Let's drink yet. it. A solid IPA. It's yeah. got all the all the flavors you would expect, the, the hoppiness of it. It's... Got a mine has a decent head on it actually. Yeah, mine did too. Actually, I had to kind of take a big it. gulp so I could get through a little bit yeah. of this head to take a drink right away. Yeah, it's a little bit of a darker, more of an orangey, yeah, um, color actually than I would expect from. I mean, they're all different, but it's a little bit darker in color. But otherwise, yeah. it tastes like tastes like a solid normal IPA. You have yeah. IPA. U of IPA. That's probably why it's U a little more orange. IPA. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, you got the, I, the U of I colors you got going There it on. is. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. Yeah, I really like sure. it too. It's crisp. It's clean. It's got a nice hoppy profile mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of the aroma and the aftertaste. I get a lot more of yes. that with IPAs usually. And so, yeah, yeah. I really like it. I do yeah. like this little fluffy head that we have going on here. That's I do cool. too. Yeah. I'm a fan. I like it. So it's a good, good tasting beer. Good crisp. Um, so it's a good IPA. If you like IPAs, definitely it's a good 
representation of that. So yeah. the U of IPA. I like it. Highly yeah. educated IPA. <laughs> a highly educated IPA. 6.8%. It's actually pretty wow. Pretty decent for an IPA. So good. Cool. I like it. Well, I'm gonna give it give it a little bit more drinks and uh maybe I'll go start my fireplace and sit by with my Ooh, beer. That sounds really good. And right. a beer by the fire is it's just gonna take it up a notch. I yeah. love that plan. Perfect combination. I like it. So yep. all right. Off all right. to my festivities. <laughs> yep. Catch you guys later. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 